Nurses and Hypochondriacs, the podcast that brings nurse experts, patients, and hypochondriacs together to discuss hot topics in healthcare. And here is your host, Ercilia Pompilio. Have you ever wondered how an idea for a healthcare startup becomes a reality? In this episode, we talk to Trusted Health's co-founder, Matt Pierce. There's a nursing shortage in the United States. The Bureau of Labor Statistics recently forecasts a need for an additional 200,000 registered nurses each year through 2026 to fill newly created positions and replace retirees. Matt Pierce and Lenny Slowinski teamed up with nurses, software engineers, and marketeers hailing from Google, LinkedIn, IBM, and other heavy-hitting tech companies to found Trusted Health, a hiring platform that matches nurse candidates with vetted temporary travel and staff positions. It has ramped up quickly in the two years since its formal launch. A thousand new nurses joined the company's platform weekly, and in the first quarter alone, users viewed over 200,000 nursing positions. Trusted Health has secured $20 million in Series A funding, led by Kraft Ventures, with participation from Felicis Ventures and Founder Collective. I'm joined in this episode by my co-host, Sarah Gray, and we are thankful for Trusted Health in sponsoring us for this episode. And now a word from them. Trusted Health, a company built by nurses for nurses to understand what opportunities exist and connect to them in the most efficient and transparent way possible. They've replaced the traditional job search and staffing approach with an intelligent matching platform, empowering nurses to discover opportunities that fit their unique experiences, preferences, and goals. Instead of a commission-based recruiter, they use nurse advocates, nurses just like you and some who have even traveled, who work commission-free. Because they're all commission-free, their goal isn't to get nurses into any open jobs, Instead, they focus on connecting each of their nurses to travel assignments they want and supporting them every step of the way, before, during, and after their assignment. Just in case you're wondering, they'll come right out and say it. No, they won't hound you with phone calls and emails about jobs that you're not interested in, just the information you want, when you want it. Interested? Check out Trusted Health at www.trustedhealth.com. Fill out some basic information about your preferences and qualifications, and you can get started viewing job matches personalized for you in minutes. Join Trusted. They're not just an agency, they're a movement. And welcome to the show, Matt Pierce and Sarah Gray, my co-host. How's it going? Happy to be here again. It's going. So yeah, so this is cool. So this will be our last episode for Trusted Health. It's been a fun ride. And I'm so excited to have one of the founders of Trusted Health on, right, Matt? Yes. Thanks for having me, Ursula. Uh, excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us about yourself. It's kind of interesting. You're not a nurse. Definitely not a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you have a nurse related product that you've developed. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I will, uh, maybe just do a quick introduction and give you a little background of myself. I've 
essentially spent my entire career focused on staffing and labor economics. And so really excited to uh, have, you know, found the opportunity of Trusted Health a handful of years ago. Um, and myself and my co-founder, Lenny, actually met at Hired.com. And really, when we think about Trusted, uh, we sit at the intersection of healthcare and the future of work. And prior to me discovering healthcare whatsoever, um, I was really focused on the future of work category. And so, you know, that's ultimately, there's, there's a lot more to the story. Happy to dive in, but uh, that's, that's really my background and um, how Trusted Health came to be and uh, excited to tell you more. Yes, I'm excited to hear more. So how did you get involved in tech and starting your own company? I'm really interested in hearing this. And specifically nurses. I mean, you could have picked any other profession, but I mean, nurses, I used to be a registry nurse. I still work for a nurse or a nurse practitioner locums. Now, I mean, it is really lucrative and really needed because people get sick, people go on vacation, people are out. There's a huge nursing shortage, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I, I guess just a little bit of the backstory. The, the founding story of Trusted really starts with, with Lenny, who's my partner in crime and um, you know our fearless leader here at Trusted. And him and I actually met at our previous company, which was Hired.com, which was a platform that connected software engineers with jobs across, uh, across the globe. And um, ultimately, when we met in the early days of Hired.com, we had both uh, recently moved from San Francisco to the Midwest um, and just connected on multiple different fronts. So um, we were both very entrepreneurial. We uh, got along personally really well, like sports, like good banter back and forth. Um, but really, as we started to become closer, um, Lenny would tell me stories about his mom and his mom's a, a nurse, right? And, ah, there's the connection. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, his mom would constantly ask, um, you know, when is something like this coming to healthcare? And I think that planted, you know, a seed. And one of the interesting stories that I can remember that Lenny told me um, was the opportunity um, that kind of pre presents itself in this, in this interesting like anecdote and story, which is we at the time at Hired.com were giving engineers drones and bottles of Dom um, and all of these different exciting gifts um, for them to talk about Hired, right? And um, it was funny because he was telling me that his mom got a plant from a recruiter and, <laughs> and, it was the best. Yeah, and like she would not shut up about it for like six months and she like told all of her friends and um, and so it was I that just sticks in my head is it was one of the small stories in which um, we identified there's a huge opportunity um, uh, for a couple of different reasons. And then my personal story was uh, really, uh, as you alluded to, I don't have any background in healthcare, but early in my, uh, in my career, my brother got in a four-wheeler accident and broke his leg. 
and went into surgery, kind of standard, um, you know, surgery. And the following day, they said, there's some complications and we're going to have to keep him in here a little bit longer. And uh, long story short, my brother got staph infection. He was in the hospital for 10 weeks, had multiple, multiple surgeries, moved muscle from one part of his body to the other, skin graphing. And that was my first real experience in healthcare. And it caused me to take a little bit of a um, dive. I remember Googling like staph infection and realizing and going down this rabbit hole of wow, medical error. Okay, what is medical error? Medical error is the third leading cause of death in the United States behind heart disease and cancer. Medical error is directly correlated with understaffed healthcare facilities, burnout amongst clinicians. What are the macro factors in healthcare? You've got the demand for healthcare rising very quickly and our inability to produce clinicians as fast as uh, the demand for healthcare is rising. And all of these light bulbs were going off in my head where I've spent my entire career focused on labor economics and how do you connect somebody with a job that needs to get done in the most cost-effective, time-efficient manner. And, you know, when Lenny and I started sharing stories, that's when we got really excited about um, the opportunity we had to work on a problem that we could spend our lives on. And if we have, you know, even the smallest amount of success and can make a dent in this challenge, it's something that means a lot to, you know, the, the health of our, our country and, and our world and um, is, is extremely fulfilling. And so, you know, I've got countless stories, but um, the more and more we started diving in and the more we started talking to nurses, um, we just got extremely excited about, you know, working with a profession that um, quite frankly is, we felt uh, and still feel is very underappreciated um, and we're so excited to, you know, try and bring light to the amazing work that they do every day. That's excellent. And I think you outlined very well how stories bring us together. You know, I'm a storyteller and, you know, your story was so powerful and it just ignited this amazing business, this amazing startup, you know, with your friend, with the connection with his mom. It's awesome. It's very beautiful. So tell us a little bit about how your company is different from, let's say, the nursing registry company that I worked for back in the day, which worked like this. Um, My company, I worked for a company called ProCare One. I believe they're still in business. So they're just, how can I explain them? I guess they're old school nursing registry business where they connected with hospitals saw wherever there was a need, got contracts, had nurses, and sent out nurses to fill those gaps, whether they'd be on like a three-month contract, six-month contract, or whether it, it would be as a daily supplementary thing, like, you know, just filling that gap. So you would get, I would get called in the morning when I'd be on call, like about 5.30 in the morning to know where I would be going every day. Uh, Or I'd have a contract that would say for three months, I'd be at such and such hospital. How are you different? And most of the recruiters that I had, nobody was a nurse. The woman that started the company was a nurse and that was about it. So everybody that worked there were not nurses. 
except for the nurses who actually went to the hospitals. Yeah. So, uh, there, there's really a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm having a hard time to figure out exactly where to start, but what I would say is, well, I think a good place to start is you have nurses on board, right. That communicate with other nurses that are working in the hospitals, which I think is very different from what I had back in the yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so one major component of our company is what we call the nurse advocate role, which you know Sarah has really built from the ground up. And you know, one of the really critical things about um, our approach to business, and I think that you know, this stems from our founding team, is that um, having empathy and authenticity and compassion to your customers and your users is something that we think is extremely important, and we see the value in that. And the definition of that is really being able to put yourself in somebody's shoes. And what better way to do that than actually to have nurses you know, working with each other and supporting one another in their journey to find new opportunities. And so, you know, when we created the nurse advocate role and when we had nurses um, essentially replacing the job that was being done by a recruiter, um, it just became incredibly infectious and viral um, internally in our business, externally in the community. Um, and there are a lot of reasons why, um, you know, we decided that there are a lot of reasons why we're able to do that. I think technology um, is a critical component in all of that. So if you look at some of the core functions of a traditional recruiter, they're sourcing candidates. Um, they're also making matches um, for jobs that they have with candidates that they have in their book of business. And our technology platform allows um, nurse advocates to focus on what they're good at, which is using their clinical mindset, establishing relationships and trust with the nurses on the other side of the equation and counseling them um, in helping them make the best decision for themselves, their families on, on, uh, and their career. And that's huge because I know right now with one of the locums companies I work with. So as a nurse practitioner, I work for locums, which is very similar to travel nursing and registry. So um, in one of the companies, I have a recruiter who's a nurse and she's really great. She's really sympathetic. You know, whenever I flip out, you know, or I have panic attacks. Of, Wait, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, no Which uh, for certain areas, you know, or if there's problems with credentialing, she actually handles them very well with finesse. And she gets me, you know, and she gets the situation and she gets it handled like really fast. Whereas my other recruiters who, you know, I get called by companies all the time, you know, um, and we call them headhunters. But my other recruiters, it almost feels like if I get a mail, I've kind of felt like a prostitute sometimes where they'll push you to do things. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels weird. Yeah. If they push you to do things that you're, they're just like, go do it. You know, the, the way they talk to you, it's like salesy. Um, and it's just like, this is healthcare. And I, my degree is way higher than yours, not to get into an equal war, but you have to understand what we're doing. And I think all they care about is the money that they're making off of me instead of me as a person in the situation I have to go into and now deal with, like they're totally taking the humanity out of it. But when I deal with a female who 
is a recruiter who is not a nurse a little bit better. You know, I don't feel that way, but still they don't get it. They, all they care about is just go in there and do it and get it done. And, you know, in the paperwork. So there's no humanity involved, you know, it's really weird. Like they don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a matter too of just like, you know, nursing is a really hard profession to understand unless you've, you've done it unless, unless you've worn the shoes and touched the patient and, um, you know, even sometimes across specialties, it, it, like getting down to the nitty gritty is not always the easiest to relate to, but it's, a uh, it's so, you know, I tell Matt and Lenny that they're very lucky that they didn't understand how nuanced nursing was before they started all this. <laughs> nursing is so nuanced and it's so specific and, yeah. um, yeah, we, we, you know, it's, you, you can try very, very, very hard to understand the role of a nurse, but, um, the best way to do that is to, to have done it yourself before. So. Right. Like I, I'll give you an example. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner. I get jobs for a psychiatric nurse practitioner. I get jobs for a family nurse practitioner. I get jobs for acute care pediatric nurse practitioner. And those are all very, very specialized, but I get bombarded, literally bombarded with emails and text messages about these other jobs. I'm I'm like, have you looked at my CV? It specifically says pediatric nurse practitioner. And what that means is that's all I can do. Yeah. And, and a nurse would know that. <laughs> yeah. And a nurse would know that, but these recruiters, they don't know. And I've, I've had conversations with these recruiters. I'm like, you're reaching out to me. Did you even read my CV? You know, but they don't get that it's a niche and I only do one thing. So yeah, one well, specialty. Well, one other thing I want to just add to that. Um, and this kind of, refers back to the the empathy um comment that i made is i i'm pretty empathetic actually towards recruiters and that that be that's because i've actually played that role i've been a recruiter in my life and when you actually kind of peel the onion back um the empathy comes from a place that they're in a position with their job and they're in a business model in which right they are put in a job that they have to do every day in which their incentives are not aligned with their customers. Right. And so if you think about what a recruiter has to do, their livelihood, their paycheck, their food on the table is the difference between what they'll pay a nurse and what they charge a hospital. And so they're incentivized to pay a nurse as little as they possibly can charge a hospital as much as they can and it's a volume game. Throw as, mit, right. throw as much spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And so um, really when we thought about Trusted, not only did we think about the nurse advocate role and how much value a clinical mindset and being in the shoes of a nurse could add, but also making sure that our business model and the incentives aligned um, from nurse advocate to you know someone who is searching for a job. And so um, that's just a really critical piece of understanding how the business works and why some of the actions that recruiters take, um, you know, are made on a day-to-day basis. Right. And, and that's an excellent point. I like how you outline that perfectly because that's how it is. That's what it feels like. Like you just care about yourself and I, and nurses out there, nurse practitioners, whoever, uh, that do, that does work for these supplementary companies really have to understand that a lot of them don't and they'll just either take whatever they're given and not negotiate, you know, or they won't know. Like sometimes I'll get say five calls for the same job and they're all different rates. 
you yeah. know. And yeah. so you kind of have to play that game. And then um, what some people will do, like the companies will send me, I was working for an urgent care once who sent me how much I was being paid, how much the company was being made, paid. Oh. <laughs> like the company was being paid $95 an hour. Meanwhile, I was only making 70, I think, no, 65. I was like making 65 an hour and they're charging this company 90. I just about flipped it. I was like, what? <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so that's, you know, and, and so then I, I called the company up and I was like, I understand you're making this much money off of me. And that was, I think the first time I started working for locums. Uh, as opposed to working as a nurse doing registry. And um, so I tried to negotiate it up and the guy wouldn't budge. And I go, what if I have this guy hire me? Well, then they have um, a price on your head because now they own you for a year and you can't get a job with that company because that company will have to pay out 10 to to Mm -hmm. $20,000 to uh, go ahead and hire you on. So yeah the conversion fee yeah absolutely I, i'm curious i actually don't know if i've ever asked you this question matt no. is did did you, was the plan always to develop and maybe it wasn't at the time called nurse advocate but the nurse advocate role and have that grow the way it has within the company um and now you know with as many nurses that are working for trust internally yeah i um i wish i could take credit and say that that was always the plan i think foundationally what the plan was is to have a role in our organization in which the incentives aligned with the user on the other side and so measuring things like you know the likelihood of a candidate to refer another worker to trust it or another nurse to trust it is something that is important rather than measuring them on the difference between what we pay them and what we bill the hospital. And so like those, that incentive alignment foundation was always like core to, um, to our thinking. And I think we played around with multiple different ideas on how we innovate in the role of, of what is now a nurse advocate. And, uh, and you know, then we met you and you built out. <laughs> I found you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, you basically did everything for the company. And one of those components was, um, the nurse advocate role. And I think it, it really just like, you know, um, had legs and, and grew from that. Excellent. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. Anything else you want to add? I learned a lot. So like if I wanted to go, I mean, did you get investors to, invest in your company first? Like when you were, you said, Hey, I want to start this company. What was your first move? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Lenny, um, built our first version of our signup flow and we were seeing how we could acquire nurses digitally to see if they would build digital profiles. Um, with the value proposition of finding, uh, you know, your next flexible job opportunity through this platform. And we started to, you know, see a lot of excitement around it online. And, um, and Lenny's job is really to, to build that from the ground up. And my job was to basically go beg for some money. Um, and, (laughs) and, uh, and so we, we started actually both Lenny and, and my former bosses, 
gave us our first checks. And so they gave us 25,000 bucks a piece. Oh, and neat. that to was start incredible. this company. Yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, when you have people like that in your life, you uh, have to count your blessings. And, and we did. And that bought us some time to, you know, put one, you know, quit our jobs and put 100% focus on trusted health. And during that time, um, you know, we were starting to approach more institutional investors, venture funds, and we found a, a venture fund that's based out of Boston and has a presence in San Francisco called Founder Collective that, you know, has invested in the likes of Uber and Hotel Tonight and PillPack and um, several other incredible startups that we've all heard of. And they, you know, they took a gamble on us. They saw Lenny and I's vision and, you know, people like Sarah who, who were kind of really chomping at the bits to innovate in this industry. And um, they gave us a million bucks to uh, get this off the ground. And um, it's been off. We've been off to the races ever since. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. You guys are doing such a great job with your marketing too. I love reading the blogs and the social media on Instagram and everything. So we'll, we'll keep it coming. Um, yeah. I guess just as a last question for Matt, what's been the most insightful, interesting, surprising thing to you working, working so closely with or for nurses over the last, you know, almost three years? Yeah. Like what have you learned about nurses? You're like, I never knew nurses did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think actually Sarah would probably be able to even answer this question better than I would because I, I wish we could record all of our conversations that we had <laughs> some of the most ridiculous questions that I've asked her, like the acronyms of, of the world of healthcare. Um, he now knows where his liver is though. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, those are the types of questions that, you know, uh, you but have, how about nurses? Like what surprised you about nurses as a profession, as, as professionals? Um, you know what? I, I think so. Um, one of the interesting, I'm, I'm going to, I'll, I'll tell two different stories. Um, so Lenny and I were in, uh, the last couple months of our time at hired.com and we were in this leadership training program and the, the leader of the, the program asked us, you know, what is the core component of being a good leader? And, um, you know, the, the answer was the ability to build trust. And the ensuing question was, uh, what's the most trusted profession uh, for the last 17 years in a row at the time? And it was nurses. And the only year that it wasn't nurses was 2001. And, and that was firefighters um, for, for <laughs> obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, for 9-11. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um and so I really just, first of all, I think that that was such a powerful um, like realization for both of us. And, and since then, we've been on this journey to kind of like peel back the onion on why that's the case. And I think every day I genuinely feel privileged to work for nurses and see what they do um, to all of our lives in, uh, in just like unbelievable effort, humility, um, like thankless roles, um, completely underappreciated. Um, and so 
I think it teaches like me a lesson. I think it teaches the company a lesson that um, is really invaluable. And so uh, that that's, you know, since that moment, I've just been like on a journey to, um, you know, to figure out uh, how, how we can, um, you know, serve this profession in, in the best way possible. And so that's, you know, some of the, the, the things that we think about on a daily basis. And um, the last story I'll tell is I'll never forget the very first nurse that I um, chatted with post, you know, me uh, joining Lenny and, and Trusted Health. I met her at a coffee shop and I've been in the staffing business for 10 years and um, I've interviewed thousands of candidates. And the very first nurse that I chatted with she brought me peach cobbler and little, <laughs> little did I know she commuted, which I didn't know she was coming from the East Bay. So she took a train like an hour and 15 minutes to come talk to me, which I had no money and was like starting this thing. I wasn't. Um, so it was just a, I mean, I think it just speaks volumes and is, you know, once again, another story of like the, the type of people we get to work with on a day-to-day -day basis. So, um, hopefully that, that paints the picture of, of my view and what I've uh, tried to learn over the last handful of years. That is such a nurse though. I bring people <laughs> stuff all the time. I do. If anybody knows me, I'm a huge gift giver. I love giving gifts. Always I love have peach cobbler in the back pocket. <laughs> yeah. I always have peach cobbler in the back pocket. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but that's, that's so me. That's so nurses and um, you, you got it. Yeah. I mean, I think that that nurse was like the angel to show you who we were. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to enjoy my life path now. <laughs> so great. Well, it's been an excellent conversation and it's been great working with you guys, you know, uh, and collaborating with these episodes that we've been doing. So yeah, thanks for having us. We've loved it. And, and the ability to talk about really important and interesting things over the last couple episodes. Yeah, we're huge fans. Thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, excited to continue following and supporting. Yeah, likewise. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for listening to Nurses and Hypochondriacs. Till next time. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Trusted Health, empowering nurses to discover opportunities that fit their unique experiences, preferences, and goals. Go to www.trustedhealth.com. Click on the link at the end of this podcast. Fill out some basic information about your preferences and qualifications, and you can get started viewing job matches personalized for you in minutes. Join Trusted. They're not just an agency, they're a movement.